Yes, indeed, another great morning right here on the Morning Machine, the machine that makes your mornings move. Wake it on up, Grand Rising, everybody. The grandest of rising on another great day each day that you have your listening ear here on the Morning Machine. Thank you for making the machine a part of your daily morning routine. And part of that morning routine is music, simply put. But we're talking about something a little different in nature today. We're going beyond the music today. We are speaking about independent artists. And there's something that you need to know that's going on in Atlanta coming up on October 21st. Locals Only and Charisma Collective have a showcase right here in Atlanta of different independent artists from all around. And it is going to be amazing. So... I have two phenomenal people that are going to be speaking about this showcase. And you're going to hear more as the as the weeks and days go along here on The Morning Machine. But today, we got to get to the root of it. And the root starts with two people, Juno and Ronnie. And no, I'm not going to say Bobby, Ricky, and Mike and Johnny too. No, we're not going to talk about that. We're not talking about New Edition. We're talking about... Juno and Ronnie from Phoenix, Arizona. I'm sorry I lied to you, Martin. I just didn't want to go to Arizona. Yeah, that Arizona. Arizona. <laughs> I had to do it. I had to do it. That's my favorite line of all Martin episodes. I'm sorry I lied to you, Martin. Just didn't want to go to Arizona. But you definitely want to find out what they are bringing from Arizona to Atlanta. And let me start with Juno. Talk about the Juno verse. Soft, gentle voice that we look to when in need of some tender serenading. She embodies a certain vibe that's equally as honest as it is refreshing. And she will stop at nothing until her emotional and relatable messages are heard. But also, we got to, if we talk about her, we got to talk about Ronnie too. So, Ronnie Dijon. Visionary rap artist whose roots trace back to the bustling city, city of L.A., California, and now thrives in Phoenix, Arizona, and he's been on a relentless journey, crafting music that resonates and producing for fellow artists. His story is a testament to the power of artistic expression, and this is what we're going to come to talk about today. Ladies and gentlemen, once again... I give you the one and the only, I'm going to just say Juno and Ronnie. I'm just going to put it like that because it's a collective. Talk about Charisma Collective and Locals Only. They both run the show and they're bringing their showcase here to Atlanta, October 21st. Good morning to the both of you. How you doing? Hey, Morning. Man. Love that introduction. <laughs> see? Yeah, I, thank you so much. I see. I let you know ahead of time that it is going to be quite an introduction. And what a welcome it's going to be when you get here to Atlanta. But before we even get there, Let's take it back to the old school. Let's take it to Union Square. Let's go all the way back to the beginning. And I got to start with (laughs) Juno first. So let's talk about how you started to develop a passion for great music. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, You know, I started music at a very young age. 
Um, I was about three years old when I started singing. Um, you know, I was in daycare. And then from there, like my mom would take me to Disney Channel auditions. And, you know, this is at the time where we lived in L.A. because I'm originally from Los Angeles. Um, so it kind of all started from a very, very young time. And, you know, I just kept my passion all throughout school and everything. I, I kind of always knew that, like, music was going to be my passion and my pathway. But I never expected it to to be in the ways that I'm doing it now. So I think like we all start out like with a specific dream or how things are supposed to go. And it definitely ends up totally different. But um, from there, I was I started singing. Um, I released my first like big single, um, Nine to Five, um, in about 2020. I believe it dropped 2020, 2019, 2020. Like, I'm sorry if I'm spacing on the years. But um, definitely my first single came out. And, you know, after that, um, I really knew that I wanted to kind of help artists. And during that time, I was also on a podcast called Sense, where I would interview other local artists in the city. Mm. Um, and this was before Charisma Collective was even thought of or, you know, anything of that nature. Um, but I ended up actually moving back to Los Angeles from Arizona during that time period, like during the pandemic, like on a whim. And, you know, I went out there and I met a friend named Maji and like, he actually helped me start Charisma Collective um, and, you know, be the face of that um, and kind of run things. So um, ever since then, you know, I've built this media company and, you know, I interview artists, I create mixtapes, I, you know, create these live events for artists as well and these experiences to kind of give them what it's going to be like being in the industry. And when publications come out and they write certain things about these artists, you know, I get to do that. And I feel like it's so big to me because I remember when I first started singing, I had no idea about media and how how amazing it can be to push yourself as an artist. So I wanted to kind of do that for other artists as well and be like that blueprint for them and be like, hey, this is going to be your space where, you know, if you have nobody supporting you, Charisma Collective will support you because that's what we do. Um, we don't discriminate. We we work with all types of creatives, artists, producers, writers, um, you know, you name it. Honestly, if you're a creative, you know, Charisma Collective is for you. So I think that's, you know, where everything kind of started. All right. Question. Cool, cool, cool. And now, Ronnie, your turn. So how did you gain and develop your passion for music? When, would, when did that light bulb moment hit for you? Uh, shoot. Uh, honestly, it didn't hit for me until my college days. That's when it really, there was a light bulb moment for me. Um, I had a friend of mine, his name was Kobe. He was a mixing and mastering engineer. Um, and he was always just pushing me, like, come on, man, you got to do this. Come on, man, you got to do this. And I didn't really care about music too much um, until I started putting that pen to paper. And I just felt something. It was just like this euphoric feeling that I couldn't feel doing anything else. Um, and then from there, it was just like, I always have to do this. It was like therapy for me. Um, and I would just release things that I didn't even know that I was dealing with. Um, and then from there, I just started to take off and just continue to have my own self little therapy sessions with these songs. Um, and then now I'm here. So let me ask you this. 
So Ronnie, what were the what were the in artists that inspired you coming up that made you really want to get into this music industry? Um, Kendrick, Wiz Khalifa, Tupac, and Fifty Cent. I would have to put all the, all of them. They contribute to you know what what I'm doing now to this day. Gotcha, gotcha. And for Juno, what do you, what do you, who were the artists that really inspired you during this time? Oh yeah, um, during this time, I would definitely say like growing up, I'd say I was a big, big, big Alicia Keys fan. Um, definitely, she got me on the piano. And then I'd say Erica Badu, um, definitely a legend for sure. And then um, along with that, Janae Iko, because I'm very influenced wow. by her sound as well. So I would have to say all three of those beautiful ladies. Wow. A lot of a lot of people do not when they when it comes to a conversation of that magnitude, a lot of people don't really even mention too much Janae Aiko. Why do you feel that is? when it comes to more so music inspiration. Why do you feel that is? Yeah, um, you know, Janae I go from Los Angeles, just like me. So I kind of found her within the L.A. area, and she was really big out there um, during my time that I was living there. And so I just really would say her because, you know, she's very um, honest with her sound, and she doesn't try to mimic anyone else or be anyone else she has this very soft sultry essence about herself and I definitely feel like you know those things influence my sound a lot just you know that very angelic that sultry that soul that you can feel and I I feel like every time I listen to her like she moves me in a lot of different ways and that's the type of music I want to make so definitely looked up to her and you know all the time making music from the beginning Absolutely, absolutely. And so now you both had separate journeys in music, but now there comes that time where you finally come together. Talk about that moment when you came together and said, look, we're going to be a team. We're going to do this. We're going to make sure these independent artists get their just due and we are really going to push them. When when did that take place and what was that meeting like? Yes. So, you know, basically me and Ronnie, we came together on like a very crazy story. I feel like, um, you know, Smino was actually having submissions for uh, to go to his listening party out in L.A. Ah. Um, and a friend of mine had actually told me about it. And so I just submitted it on a whim and sent it to Ronnie. And I was like, hey, you know, you should definitely go to this. And mind you, like, me and Ronnie had never hung out for real before, before this oh, wow. time. Like, we, we and y'all both from L.A.? Other, like, yes, we're both from L.A. What? Um, <laughs> which is very true. But we, but we're, but now, like, we're in Phoenix at this time. And, mm-hmm. You know, like, I, I would see him at, like, his different shows that he would throw. But, uh-huh. you know, we didn't, like, have any business to each other then. So, you know, I just kind of texted him, like, hey, you know, come through. Like, see, I think you should submit to this. And, you know, let's see what happens. And, you know, like, the next morning, like, you know, 
I get an email saying I got picked, he got the email, as well as saying that he got picked. So I was like, all right, let's just get in the car and go. Like, we drove six <laughs> hours, like, like to L.A., like, off just one email, off just a whim, not uh-huh. knowing anything. Um, and then, you know, during that trip, like, we got to, like, really connect and, like, talk a lot. And, you know, I, I was telling Ronnie a lot of stories about, you know, Charisma Collective uh-huh. um, because I had already been r- running Charisma and it was still, like, in the growing stages. Mm-hmm. And I remember Ronnie was telling me, like, hey, I, I definitely want to do this. You know, he was telling me, like, I have ideas about my platform. And, you know, then I seen things after that trip that came to fruition. And I seen this man, like, really working hard on his product. And I mm-hmm. think that was, like, also not only you know, him inspiring, we were inspiring each other in that moment, I feel like, because we were both, like, building something, and I think it was like, okay, you're doing what I'm doing, I'm doing what you're doing, you know, let's come together, and let's let's try to put on a show, and, you know, see what happens from there, and I think Ronnie can also add to that, um, you know, the story as well. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, just even your more context, we, we took a day trip to L.A., so we drove, we woke up, like, <laughs> four in the morning, Yes. Um, it was on a. It was literally on a whim, and I told my girl, I was like, "Hey, I'm about to go to LA." She's like, "Oh yeah, you should go." She was pregnant at the time and everything, and we oh, were wow. just like, "All right, we're gonna go out here. Let's try to make this LA trip happen." Um, so we went out there. You basically just with the intentions to see how to network, to work out the industry, see how things are uh, moving around. Mm-hmm. Uh, Juno even took pictures with Smino and had like created a content piece from that. But just off of the strength, though, um, Locals Only was not created until February of this year. Mm-hmm. And um, while my first event was happening, I didn't re- I didn't know what was going to happen with Locals Only or if it was going to continue. All I knew was I wanted to be consistent with it. So then I think the fourth or fifth Locals Only event. That's when Juno was like, hey, let's collab on something. And after that collab, that collab basically is the foundation or the blueprint of how I run Locals Only now. Because at first I was only doing six acts. Mm-hmm. She was like, no, let's do eight. So mm-hmm. that six turned to eight acts. And it was like a, uh, it was a good formula for us. So like, and with each event, the numbers, we started to get more people in, more people in, more, more people in. And it was like, wait, eight is a decent number. Everybody gets 15 minutes. Um, and then from there, we've been, I think, from that first event, um, I think that's what basically troubles everything for us to continue to work. And she was like, no, I want to, you know, be a long-term partner. And in my mind, I'm like, that's kind of weird because I'm like, I'm so used to doing so much, so many things by myself. Yeah, and so when she's taking over stuff, I'm like, oh wait, I don't have to do t- too much of the legwork anymore. I it have hits a differently, don't help it? Out and, bro, it, <laughs> it's so different, bro. It it alleviates so much stress, and I, I definitely do appreciate all the help that she has contributed with from the past to the future. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it, it's just helpful, and like this. Atlanta show wouldn't even be possible without her. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I just wanted to throw that little tidbit oh. and that nugget in there. Um, <laughs> Thank you, but at the same time, it was just, I feel like it was all divine. Everything, basically, 
I just I just thought of it right now. So our first time we officially hanged out was from it was in LA, right? Yeah. And we were both <laughs> born in LA. So it was like that was like the root. And that's what planted that seed for us to work for what we're doing right now. That's what exactly. I think is crazy. Absolutely. Exactly. And, you know, it's so interesting that the divine alignment takes place at that particular time to be able to really come together, collab, and really make something a lot bigger than what it was before. Now, you're bringing everything, all the elements from L.A. and Phoenix, Arizona, all the way down to a town where we get down where we throw down because you know this is also known as black hollywood you know you got your tyler perry studios here every reality show is here whether it's from home improvement to housewives it's here in atlanta and you you see the georgia emblem on almost every tv show so this is a mecca for a lot of cable networks and a lot of independent artists to get their shine and be able to get the proper exposure that is uh, needed to come across to not just the public, but to the major artists that are out here that are looking for new acts, new fresh acts to really invest in. So let's go ahead and start uh, talking about this, uh, this Basically, this is a great showcase that's getting ready to happen on October 21st in the middle of AUC Homecomings, let me tell you that, right? Because they're coming in at a phenomenal time. October 21st, all of this is going down. So talk about what's what we're expected to see when it comes to this particular artist showcase. Yeah, you know, like, honestly, we're going to have some amazing performers. And, you know, we're blessed to say that also we're going to be on the lineup as well. So oh. besides us, we're very artist-focused. And, you know, we're going to see some amazing other artists like um, uh, P.S., Just the Empress, Miriam Music, Sawyer George, Azure, Rome Westfield. So you're going to see all of these beautiful <laughs> artists. And, um you know, I'm super, super excited um, to to have, you know, people come and actually get to see who they are. And they're already Atlanta-based, and, um, you know, which is the good thing about us coming out there and them already having that platform. Homegrown. Um, so we're going to get to meet a lot, of, mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, Atlanta people. Um, and, you know, that's why we call it Locals Only, you know, when the number one. They're local acts. Um, so that's the thing that's going to really set us apart, I think, with this big event. Absolutely. And just to piggyback off that, uh, we're playing nothing but local artists' music. So if if it's Atlanta-based music, if Atlanta artists can send us music now, and we'll put it in rotation because we're not playing nobody. We ain't playing no Drake. We ain't playing no Future. No disrespect to none of these artists. But we're trying to shine that light on the rising and upcoming artists. That's what that's what our niche is really about. Absolutely, absolutely. And let me ask you this, because I'm sure that you come across some artists, independent artists specifically, that may not be ready yet. Like their you know, their production, the sound quality, they may not be ready yet. 
what is what's some advice that you have for them to further prepare themselves for an industry that can be whew, it can be a big one it, it can be an industry it can be a real one and it will be a real one if you're not yeah. prepared um being that you two have done this for a long time what's the best advice that you can give to independent artists out there who are doing their best work and their best job at maintaining life happening but also keeping up the quality of their music and you know just keeping themselves on the forefront yeah um you know honestly be true to yourself be true be be yourself in every single moment out there um and i feel like you know, I'm a big believer in faith, and I feel like you're not going to be in any room that you're not meant for. So you always have to walk in there as you are meant for that room. Um, and I don't think there's ever been a time where I haven't been nervous to be around, um, you know, be in certain rooms or feel like I have imposter syndrome. And it's easy to feel that way. But I think just remembering that, hey, you are you. No one else can be you. And no one else can do what you do. So you have to figure out what is going to be the thing that sets you apart from everyone else and you know we do see a lot of people in the industry who try to like copycat other people but it's like you know if you go in there authentically and be yourself no one can ever take that from you so that is my biggest advice to anybody who's trying to do this like and you have to be a little bit delusional because if you don't <laughs> who else is going to be and i feel like the greatest of the great had to be just a little bit delusional just because they saw where they wanted to be so just never stop seeing where you want to go and where your life path is taking you um and just also do your research and do your business on this industry as an artist that is another thing if you want to do something always do your research first don't let anybody else tell you something do see for yourself go out and see things research everything learn the music business from the inside out and that's that's my biggest that is my biggest um advice that i can give absolutely ronnie i would say get comfortable being uncomfortable um you know put yourself in positions where you're going to grow because if you're doing the same thing you're not going to grow and embrace failure you're going to fail. I don't care what level you're at. Everybody failed. They're going to shine their light on their failure. So be okay with it because that's a part of the game. And also, um, like Juno said, focus on the business. I think the business is maybe more important than the music. So as they say 80% business, 20% music. So focus on the music um, and keep building. If some music is trash, keep working. It may not fit for that target audience find your target audience find your niche and whatever works for you and stay true to yourself at the end of the day um because not everybody's gonna like what you create but as long as you find that that house or that hub build your community and don't do stuff to try to impress other artists you try to exactly. reach your fan base mm, come on mm, that exactly. is so right I, you couldn't have said that any better than that. Uh, oh my God, that that right there. I see a lot of artists, especially. Well, it's everywhere. It's not just in Atlanta. It's everywhere that do yeah, exactly yeah. that and wonder why those lanes are not opening up. Is because they haven't 
they haven't mastered that the lane that they're in yet in order to expand to the other lanes and you, you know it listen a four lane two on each side expressway mm-hmm. does it doesn't get expanded until you people have mastered the lanes and started to congest the lanes right and then people come to the table to build more lanes so that you can add add some added capacity add when you add more lanes okay people will drive in them that's basically what it is but they can't drive in the lanes until the ones that are there are already full to capacity or it needs improvement and until it needs improvement which what you going to build what what do you have to build off of and that's the thing where you know that artists have to understand especially when submitting music as well so yeah phenomenal advice from the both of you but from that advice comes the show and i'm talking about this is this it might not be bigger than dougie fresh and slick rick but when i'm talking about the show i'm talking about locals only and charisma collective october 21st the atlanta showcase is going down and yes it can be part of your homecoming schedule as well so let's talk about it you know uh you know the tickets every where can people get tickets how can people find you on social media let us know the details so you can find out our information at locals only um, on instagram is locals l-o-c-l-l-o-n-l-e that's our instagram or charisma collective k-a-r-i-s-m-a c-o-l-l e-c-t-i-z um, and you can find this information on our bios um, the show is October 21st. We will be in Atlanta downtown. Uh, maybe $15 a ticket. Anything you want to include in there, Juno? Um, yeah, it's going to be downtown Atlanta and $15 a ticket. And um, if you guys, you know, just want to reach out to us for more information about the show, you guys can DM us directly on Charisma Collective or Locals Only. Um, or hit us in the email as well. Or if you're just an artist looking to submit um, to have your music played and you're in Atlanta or you go to the school out there and you're an upcoming artist and you love music, go ahead and submit. We might play your song at the show. Awesome, awesome stuff. Hey, that's exciting, you know, for some people to come out there and be like, you know what? They're going to play my song at the show. Just come out and support. That's actually very unique, and mm-hmm. I haven't seen that that done at a show yet where, you know, they may not perform live, but if they get their song played, it's almost like you're doing a listening party along with a live performance, if you will. And, you know, just fusing them both together. Right. It's a great concept, and it definitely, you know, it definitely brings more people out because people are really interested, especially in Atlanta. Atlanta is full of creatives, whether it be from podcasting to independent music artistry to independent film to everything. As we said, Atlanta is the black Hollywood, pretty much. It's the mecca down here in the southeast for tv film music everything that you want and it's all right here in our backyard and 
Locals only and Charisma Collective are going to be here. They're coming all the way here through the busiest airport in the world to come here and bring this show to the locals only. Ah, see, like what I did there, like what I did there, because it is a Charisma Collective. Yeah, I wasn't done. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I put both of the brands in there. You see how I did that? Yeah. I got one more question for you, though. So... Yeah. When it comes to your music, I know this is going to be a hard decision because I want to touch on your music for a second before we slide out of here in in the morning machine. And thank you for joining us, everybody all over the world listening in. But I'm going to start with Juno. What is your favorite (laughs) single, your all time favorite single to date? Ooh. That's the reaction you know I was what? looking for. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> that is a question because, you know what? Honestly, I'm going to have to say that my favorite single that I've written so far would have to be my newest single, honestly. And it's coming out on all platforms. And I'm performing it for the first time in front of a crowd. And that's going to be at the October 21st show, and it's called Grits, I'm Black. Ooh, the world is about to wake up when y'all hear it. Oh, so I'm excited for y'all to hear that. That is my favorite to date. Can't wait to hear it. And now, Ronnie, you had time to think about this. That's why I had Juno go first. She had all. She took on all the pressure. So now, Ronnie, you had time to think of this. Your favorite single, personally, of all time. Like yep, there's that reaction that. again. I, I like love I'm it. Never, I feel like I, I'm never going to make the song that I love because I'm going to continue to strive for greatness. Ooh. Um, but Good there's answer. two answers to this. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't never, I'll never make that. But for right now, it's never going to lose. But I have a single that's coming out October 11th yeah. called Pulling Out. Yeah. And, um... Uh, yeah, that pull-out method don't work, fellas, so... Oh, man, here cool. we go. That's I'll another show. Right <laughs> That's another show. Yep. <laughs> we got it. It's yep. another whole other show on that topic. But I will say this, though. Yes, sir. From what I understand, as you both just uh, alluded to, they will both be performed as a world premiere at this Atlanta showcase, correct? Yeah. Correct. Absolutely. So y'all know what y'all need to do. Y'all need to get your tickets. You need to you need to do what you need to do to get out here October 21st, downtown Atlanta for the Locals Only and Charisma Collective Independent Artists Showcase for the ATL. That's right. Yes, absolutely. And if you don't have homecoming plans or the homecoming plans ain't meeting your particular vibe during that weekend, then this is where you need to be. So make sure you get your tickets, not now, but right now, because they're going to go pretty quickly. So make sure you don't, don't, don't delay. Get them today. That's all I'm saying. Don't delay. Get them today. So Juno, get them today. Ronnie, get them today. 
Juno Rane, thank you so much for being on the morning machine this morning. 102.6 The Situation, the one and only, will be out there. So you can come meet us too. So let's make it a whole family affair. Why don't we? <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. We will be out there representing hard for the not only the ATL, but the rest of the world of independent artistry. Because we are one of the main streams for independent artists everywhere and that's what we do it's the 102.6 situation jeno ronnie thank you so much for being on really appreciate y'all so much yes thank you for having us thank you absolutely absolutely and once again we are jumping right back into this music right here Right now on the morning machine, the machine that makes your mornings move. Jip! 